This is AutoLine Daily, reporting on all aspects of the global automotive industry. We'll get new car sales for August in the U.S. market next week, but Cox Automotive is already predicting they'll be soft. It expects the seasonally adjusted annual rate, or SAR, to drop to 16.5 million, below July's 16.8 million level and down from 16.9 million in August last year. But the Labor Day weekend falls in the August reporting period, which could boost the numbers. So a better measure could be to combine August and September sales this year, which will even out the numbers. The FBI raided the home of UAW President Gary Jones yesterday. It also raided one of the homes of his predecessor, Dennis Williams, and John will have something to say about that later in the show. You know, Elon Musk thinks Tesla owners are getting ripped off by insurance companies. He says rates should come down for vehicles equipped with advanced safety technology. But the Model S and X are some of the most expensive vehicles to insure because of their high repair costs due to the expense of replacing those safety components and sensors. So Tesla is rolling out its own insurance service in California and says it's as much as 20% lower than competitors. It also plans to expand the service to more states in the future. Sales of plug-in hybrids in Europe were hit hard when the new Worldwide Harmonized Light Vehicle Test Procedure, or WLTP, came out. That harder test pushed many PHEVs above 50 grams of CO2 per kilometer, and that's where a tax break for ultra-low-emission vehicles caps off at. That caused a number of automakers to stop sales of their plug-ins as they tried to improve them. And it looks like it's starting to work. Peugeot's new plug-in crossover, the 3008, is rated at only 29 grams of CO2 per kilometer. That's the equivalent of 1.3 liters per 100 kilometers, or roughly 181 miles to the gallon. It also has a pure EV range of 59 kilometers, or about 37 miles. And all this comes from an all-wheel drive vehicle with 300 combined horsepower. The 3008 plug-in will be available in all of Europe in October. Hey, be sure to join us for AutoLine After Hours later this afternoon. The head of Mopar's North American operations, Mark Bozenak, will be joining us in the studio to talk about the latest limited edition Mopar muscle car. That car, called the Mopar 19, is based on a 2019 Dodge Challenger RT Scat Pack, but comes with a number of unique touches. The asymmetrical blue stripes catch your eye right away, and you'll also notice large Brembo brakes, a silver-coated strut tower brace, Mopar logos embroidered into the seat backs, and custom badging on the instrument panel. Only 100 of them will be made at a cost of about $46,000. And you're going to have to join Gary Vaslash and John today at 3 p.m. Eastern Time to find out all the details. Say, here's a clever way to reuse leftover production materials. Make it into clothes. 
Hyundai is partnering with the fashion brand Zero Plus Maria Corneo to create 15 pieces of clothing from leftover car seat material. This is part of a new trend called upcycling that encourages creating new products from leftover materials. The clothing will be showcased at the Restyle Fashion Show next week in New York City. Okay, we've got a brain teaser for you. One of our viewers, Cozy Coles, sent in this picture of what looks like it could be a stamped steel wheel. It's a stock, original, 15-inch wheel, and it clearly says Ford Motor Company on the center cap. Cozy wants to know, what vehicle did it come on? And we'd like to know, too, because we've been scratching our heads on this one. But we also know, somewhere out there in Autoline viewer land, at least one of you has the answer. And coming up next, John has something to say about the FBI raids involving some of the top officers of the UAW. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. Yesterday, the FBI raided the homes of the present and former president of the United Auto Workers Union. Neighbors say they saw the FBI agents leaving with boxes and bags full of material. One neighbor claims he saw them counting wads of cash. Not surprisingly, rank-and-file union members are very upset. But a number of them said they were not surprised. This does not bode well for the union. This federal investigation has been going on for four years and now reaches the highest levels in the union. While the Twitter world is alive with conspiracy mongers accusing President Trump of being behind this, the investigation clearly started under the Obama administration. Others say that the car companies are complicit because they bribe these union officials. But so far, the investigation shows that the union officials who have pleaded guilty so far took money that was earmarked for training centers. In some cases, they would form tax-free charities and then have the training centers make donations to those charities. In other cases, they would spend training center money on lavish trips in swanky resorts, ostensibly for training and education purposes. And all this is happening right in the middle of contract negotiations between the UAW and GM Ford and FCA. This investigation is making a strike a lot more likely next month. The rank and file clearly do not trust that their leadership is bargaining in good faith, and they'll likely reject any contract unless it produces significant wage gains. Meanwhile, the automakers want to lower their labor costs, not raise them. And all this means that this could get really messy. Anyway, that's our view of what's going on today. And on that note, we wrap up today's show.